Jerome Spann. Of course, I'm here to tell you about our sponsor today. And our sponsor is, of course, and will forever be longstanding. Hey, mind, mind you, he don't give me no money, but this is my man's. I got to hold him down. It is Swopes Athletic Recruiting and Scouting. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, Swopes is out here trying to change lives. He's trying to help get these young athletes into college each and every week. Every day he dedicates a lot of time to this. This man has a serious, serious passion for helping others further their education and further their lives in a lot of great ways. They are on Facebook. Make sure you look up Swopes Athletic Recruiting and Scouting. Swopes is spelled S-W-O-P-E-S. It is ran by Mr. Nathaniel Swopes Jr. He is the man in Houston, if y'all don't know. Yes, make sure you go check him out. If you're trying to get your kid into school, hell or hell, if you're even a kid here that's thinking about going into school and you want to try and keep playing, keep your athletic career going, make sure you go check out Swope's Athletic Recruiting and Scouting. He is the man that is going to help you keep that dream going. So make sure you follow them on Facebook and you can get right a hold of Mr. Swope's there. He will help you get into college and keep your dream going for continuing to play your sports. So again, people, Swope's Athletic Recruiting and Scouting. Check it out now. Help change some kid around you that you know's future, or hell, even your future. Yeah, yeah, Enigma in the house. My man J Span, Titan Studios. It's called From the Heart. Keeping it real is what all the song's about. Never selling your soul. Always staying true to yourself. All right, ah, uh, yeah. Check it out. Money, money, cars, but we'll never get you far unless you're gonna spit it from the heart. Yeah, money, money, cars, but we'll never get you far unless you're gonna spit it from the start. Man, money, money, cars, but we'll never get you far unless you're gonna spit it from the heart. Yeah, money. And welcome back to your favorite weekly sports show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is ITC Sports Ball, and I am your man, Jerome Spann, and of course, I'm here with your man. He is that hot take spitter, the one who rips like Dylan spits. He is the modern day Ali on the microphone when he steps into your home. All your ladies is gone. He is that man. Hey, you know, it's your boy Mace ready to go. Let's get it. That's right. That's right. And of course, don't you ever forget, I'm the prettiest face on ITC, baby. Don't you forget that. I know Mace always thinks that it's him, but it's really me. Somebody always told me the beard makes the man. The man doesn't make the beard. I mean, I feel like you're just taking shots. That, that's all it is. You're just taking a shot because you, know I, because you know my beard will just stop in one little so it just doesn't fully connect. It's almost there. It's like it's almost, I feel the hair is coming in finally. <laughs> but regardless, we got to get things rolling here most definitely because, you know, this, uh, there's been some interesting things this week, and I think, Mace, we got to start with old Mac Jones here before we get into all of the games last week. Let's talk about Mac Jones, and the reason why is because, again, what is going – Mace, this man love just being the dirtiest player in the game. Does he think he's Ric Flair? Is that what he thinks this is? Does he think he's 16-time world champion or something? Because now he out here nut-shotting guys? Come on, baby. McCormick Jones think, is a dirty player. I think what makes it – funnier but it's not funny it's not funny being a dirty player but i think what's funny is is 
they uh the the video that was submitted to the league as evidence of this man being a dirty player bro like because because um if i'm not mistaken I, I think they were trying to suspend sauce for a game or something for something like that and he'd flipped the script on him and he was like nah player this man been dirty and so for me man i well, i don't get it you're the most protect you're the most protected position in the sport and you have the audacity to take cheap shots at people like you do realize that um these are rich people that you're going up against and they can they can't help a brother out for taking a penalty you know what i'm saying it's not like these dudes are broke and and everybody needs a chest somebody hey bro just take him take him out dog i got you well what straight cash you know what i'm saying it, look i'm just telling you corporal you keep on doing that somebody's bound to hit you with one of them and down sue tackles one of them donkey kong sues lift you up as german suplex you on your head keep keep messing around i look Somebody. i'm not condoning dropping dudes on their head or blows to the head okay but i'm just saying at some point you're gonna run into that donkey kong sue and he gonna german suplex you for sitting there hitting one of his boys in the Listen, we we Kill know you. we know i think he knows who he can and can't do this to he, he seems like a smart kid i mean some tells me he wouldn't try to cheap shot miles garrett because we know <laughs> We knew Miles is going to take you out. I mean, you may have a point. He did try a cornerback and not a defensive lineman or something. But at some point, you know, these D linemen are a little bit off in the head, Mace. They, at you some point, they're going to be like, don't worry about it. I got you, baby. I got you. We're going like to we're gonna gonna take care that, of my corporal. Like I said, somebody, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but, you know, you might be, you might have just got, you might have just got a, a new contract. You know, you feeling good. That bonus came in heavy. You might tell somebody on that's uh, a little lower on on the depth chart. Hey, brother, don't worry about it, man. You you you'll get a you'll get a wire transfer. Just take this man out. I'm hey, not saying it's right. Not I'm not saying it's right, but somebody might do it. While we talking about wire transfers, Kareem Jackson, you better stop trying to be <laughs> Bounty Gate 2.0 out there. You gonna lose your whole. <laughs> Your whole season gonna be gone soon. You keep launching off of two mace. You saw him launch off two feet, right? You saw that one, right? Bruh, bruh, <laughs> like he what look, even I think back that, when when hitting was like when room when hard hitting was really, really legal, that was even a legal hit. That you got thrown a flag in. What are you thinking? You know what it is, man. Um First off, let me just say I was completely wrong about Denver. Their defense is about as resistant as wet toilet paper at this point. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just going to say that, I'm they ain't sorry. got that Vangio magic no more, baby. That's why. <laughs> like they, they, I'm just going to say down. I'm sorry. I thought I thought they would at least provide resistance, and them boys pretty much like it is. I don't know. It's a dumpster fire over there. Let's just. They're terrible. They're god awful. They're stinky. I mean, I think look. Kareem Jackson trying to go into early retirement by launching himself, bro. He's he trying to get up out. He's trying to get up out of there gracefully, or he's trying to get fired 
so it doesn't look like he's quitting on the team. <laughs> oh, he's that guy. He's like, he's like, they fired me. They cut me. I didn't. I still wanted to play. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so he can go bring his veteran leadership somewhere else. <laughs> you know how it is, man. You know he just. It's like he don't want to be here, but he don't want to look like that guy that quit on the team. So you know, let let me just get let me just get cut from for my on field behavior. If Garrett Bowles feeling like that, I'm sure Kareem feeling the same way where he's like, I'm tired of this losing. This is this is not what I came to the NFL for. This ain't worth it. I'm not here to be somebody else's tackling dummy. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. People out here wilding, but, but hey, McCorpel. You better get right and stop sitting here doing all this dirty, dirty stuff and low blowing people and cheap shots. You better stop all that. Cause look, I'm gonna tell you something. One time you're gonna get caught on the wrong side of that pile, and something nasty gonna happen to you. You keep on. And that's just the way karma works in sports. At some point, somebody gonna get you. That's mm-hmm. just how it is. Somebody like, might man, not. Hey. Uh, somebody might not let up a little bit when they know that the ball might be out already. Let, let me ask you this, Mace. If that was you, because you play DB too, right? So if that was you. How would you have reacted when McCorp was trying to hit you in the jump? I'm probably going to try to like hit him in the throat because that's like the only place that isn't covered up. You know what I'm saying? You can't punch him in the face, but like, bro, you either that or I'm going to wait till you're in a pile and I'm probably going uh, I'm probably going to try to scratch your eyes out or something, bro. I'm going to be real with you. It, it got grimy down there. I've had I've had people try to poke me in the eyes. I've poked people in the eyes. I've rib shot at them. It gets grimy down there, bro. If, if you if he gets caught in a pile, it's not going to he's not going to get up unscathed. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm tell you that he ain't, he's not gonna come out there in the same shape that he went in the pile in. I'm just, just be real with you. Somebody gonna catch him. I ain't mad at you. I understand. But before we get moving into you know what happened with some of the games last week, I do have to present my man Ace with one question here, and and I, I didn't bring this to you beforehand because I wanted your honest reaction. At your current age, Mace. How many yards you getting? How many, Mace? How many yards you getting? And hey, thank you via uh, Josh Norris. Here you see his name right there, Josh Norris, right there, my man. How many? How I'm many yards you getting, Mace? I'm running through. The, I'm running through that space. How many yards you getting, Mace? I'm I said I'm getting three and going down before the safety come down and bop my head. I'm gonna get three and go down. I'm I good. think I, I think I can get five. But it's not looking it's not looking good because that uh <laughs> old dude splitting the double team right there and he hey he might reach out and grab your boy and then if I if I get spun, old boy over there about to come over the top and take me out. So you know f- a, a good five. I think I think I can die for five. You getting five? I think I can I, die I'm for five. You, for me, it's three. Look, because I'm gonna hit that hole and I'm gonna see that man coming down. It ain't worth it, baby. I'm taking three. Take it three. Yeah, and, bro. And I'm going like li- to play another down. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. That's splitting the double team, bro. It's a little tough. Mm. I like the confidence, but uh, I think your knees will tell you differently if you started running. 
Hey, man, listen, bro. I, I feel like I have at least like four sprints left in me. Hey, look, I, I may got a couple, but I told you I used one up, you know, early in the year, baby. My, my hamstrings is feeling it for a week. I was like, ah, <laughs> ah. I think I got about four sprints left in me. Actually, you know what? I was actually going, I was actually going pretty good about 13 miles an hour on the treadmill about a month ago, you know. You wild boy. I, I, you know, I, I felt pretty good about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't I didn't feel tight after nothing. Back wasn't hurting. You know, I was feeling feeling solid. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I'm getting more than three. Because, look, man, I'm telling you, at, at the three-yard mark, I get there, and like I said, I see that safety coming, bro, and I'm already like, oh, no. At this <laughs> point in my life, like I'm like, oh, no. This is not good. He got to come downhill at me. Ooh, let's just go down. Let's take our yards and get down. So I, I think three. That's it. Those who think differently, tell me down in the comments how many yards you getting. And I'm going to tell you right now, most of y'all lying to yourself, okay? So tell us in the comments who, how many yards you getting. I say three. May say he getting five. He he. Wild, he'd say, he'd hey, bro, I, I feel like I feel like I can get me five, dog. Maybe it's maybe, maybe. I'm still feeling a little confident, but you know, five. I might, you know, what, man, I might be able to struggle for five. You know, it might be a struggle. Mace, NFL players are faster than they've ever been, than they've ever been, bro. You ain't getting five, bro. <laughs> I feel like, bro, I feel like I can get you gonna five. You're going to drop your bro. shoulder thinking you're getting five, and you're about to get stopped right at that three-yard line, too. <laughs> Let me you ask you something. Five. Am I the starter or am I the backup in this situation? You came in. They brought you in the spell. So you the, you, you the backup. They I'm say, getting hey, five, bro, because this is my money, oh, dog. No, I got to <laughs> What do I have to lose? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you go into with CTE, you keep messing around. Hey, you you five, bro. What do I have to lose? To if get the coach five, brought me in to run the read option, I'm getting five, bro. To get five, you're gonna have to drop your shoulder in somebody mace. I'm 230. I'm getting five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting five, dog. Mace, I'm two thirty-two, and I'm still. I'm like, now, nah, baby, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna take my three, five, bro. I can get, I can get us five if the team got me in there to run this read option, bro. I'm gonna get us five. I can't, I can't guarantee six, but bro, I'm gonna get us five. I'm gonna get us ahead of the sticks. <laughs> I'm getting us five, bro. I am. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, a lot of these safeties uh, are starting to get I light in the pants, you. bro. He might have been. He might have been like right. 180, 190, bro. I'm getting five. I'm telling you, bro. I'm getting five. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm not the starter. What? Are, I'm not the starter, bro. I'm probably not even the backup. I'm probably just there for read option and short yardage. I'm getting five. I'm doing that. Oh my god. Oh, God. I don't need a oh. I don't need I don't need a good shoulder to throw it. I'm I'm, I'm there for the reaction, bro. <laughs> if any if anything if anything, I'm auditioning to be a number two somewhere because probably ain't there if all I'm doing is running the read option. <laughs> I'm not the number two. 
God. Oh my God, I can't with you, bro. That's what I said. I'm getting five for sure. <laughs> With all the confidence in the world. I, that's why I appreciate you, though, brother. That's why I appreciate you. Because you are confident in getting your five. <sighs> and who knows, man? And who knows? The safety might have come down a little overconfident and overrunning, bro. I might have a move in me, bro. You never know. Might not even yeah, have to yeah. drop the shoulder. I might have a move in me and get tripped. Oh man! Just know we ahead of the city. It's gonna be second and five whenever we, whenever that play is over. With. Just know that <laughs> second and five. Just know that. He said. He said it's gonna be second and five no matter what I gotta give. I give my body to the game. <laughs> as long as that check cleared, hey, I'm gonna get five. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, you're a clown. You are a clown, 100%. Oh, goodness. Who I got legit tears in my eyes from laughing right there. Actually, the, the, one, the one last variable for that. How long have I been in the league at this point? Am I vested into the um, into the I union? Get, um, am I vested yet? Am I have, a, have I been? Yeah, you're a veteran. Okay, yeah, 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 for sure. Like I said, at your current age. So, you know, at this point, you would have been in the league for a while. You'd have been like basically the Frank Gore guy right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Five, yeah, I'm getting five. Yeah, really tall. I'm already vested. I'm already vested. I got a 401k. I got a pension private company. Yeah, I'm getting five. Yeah, I'm set. I'm good. I'm getting five. You're nuts. You're out of your mind. Oh, my goodness. All right, but we got a lot of football to get into. So starting with uh, last week's games, and we'll roll into, you know, next week here. Um, let's start with the most recent, though. Let's get in. I know this is technically a game that counts for this week, but Lions and Packers. Mace, you were watching a good majority of that game there. You saw what was going on. I, I know a lot of your thoughts came out early that, hey, <laughs> the Lions were kicking the Packers in the teeth. Through the second half, did that end up bearing uh, true for you? And how did you end up feeling about the overall performance of both teams at the end of the game? So I I think – I don't think the Packers are as bad as they showed. It was more so a first-time starting quarterback was um, treated like he, he had his first-time starting moment because – Jordan Love hasn't been bad to to this point in the season, so it was bound to happen. He was bound to get tricked by a few coverages. He was bound to get a little overconfident with his arm strength, maybe throw some, make some throws he shouldn't have. But um, for as good as Detroit was, it it still baffles me how you spend the number 12 pick on a running back and he still isn't the featured guy. Like I, I, I get it. Montgomery hasn't been bad. He's actually been really good this season so far to this point. Um, he had a three touchdown game, but you don't draft a guy at number six to be the spell guy. I'm I'm sorry. You just don't do it. Um, that well, that's still kind of. As baffling as it is though, Mace, if you go back and look at the hard knocks, right? That's totally who Campbell is. He likes the guy that's the that's the mean, angry runner that's gonna get him more yards after contact. Right? He he's a, 
to his to his fault and to his benefit, right? He's the guy that when he saw DeAndre Swift, I mean, I'm sorry, when he saw Gibbs fall on that first week, right? When he could have turned the corner and gotten the six, that's the type of stuff that he uses to excuse that mentality. So, well, see, see, David wouldn't have done that. David would have gotten, he would have gotten us the yards. He would have gotten a touchdown. It's like, well, bro, David Montgomery is limited. And you know, I love, you know, I love my Daryl. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, that guy was one of the better running backs we've had since I've been a Bears fan. He didn't have the longevity as some other guys, right? Because other guys got a second contract. He did not. Good God almighty, you spent a first round in draft pick on a running back and you were sitting here putting David Montgomery in ahead of him? Are you out of your motherfucking mind? Look, Campbell, we love you. We we ride with you here on ITC, okay? I'm a Bears fan and I ride with you. I ride with your team. I'll be rooting for y'all every week, dog. As long as y'all ain't playing the Bears, I'll be rooting for the Lions to win. But that is some in nonsense plain out and simple so y'all better get that together but going back into last week here mace i'm just gonna get this out the way now because i I'm, i already know what's gonna happen people's eye oh what do you think about the bears i think the bears are one of the most trash organizations i've ever seen in my in life ever they're at this point, Mace, I can't say they're a serious organization at all. I can't. Look, you came out week one, got your ass kicked. You came out week two, got your asses kicked. You came out week three, got your asses kicked, and got blowed out from the start of the game. You looked absolutely inept and poorly prepared each week, and somehow – you still got a job. Mace, let me ask you this. If the Cowboys got off to a start where that's what y'all were saying about how they performed, would the head coach still have a job? Oh no. Mm-mm. I don't know as I don't know a situation where I mean we I I just can't think of any situation where Jerry would allow his team to not only lose, but just look completely inept. Like it, it doesn't even look like a win is on the horizon. It's not. He, he... It's this bad, Mace. I'm worried about us getting blowed out by the Broncos tomorrow. That shouldn't even be a thing with with what we've seen of the Broncos this year, Mace. That should not even be a thing. But I am legitimately worried about us getting blowed out by the Broncos. I, you can't be more inept than that. At some point, the Bears like to always rest on their history and talk about all this. Look, man, the fans that you want to maintain you for the next 20, 30 years, they ain't seen none of that. The best thing that we have seen is Lovey Smith getting us to the Super Bowl when we were a Rex Grossman horrible fourth quarter away from winning the Super Bowl? So, I mean, I don't know what we're talking about here. How the hell these guys even still have a job is beyond me. 
beyond me. Mace, riddle me this, right? You hire a defensive coach. Even if you're re, you're you're rebuilding year one, right? So you had to get some bad kind of argue that you had to get them out. You want to get in your guys. You expect that your defense is going to start playing better year two, right? Oh yeah. Guess what? We're worse than we were last year, Mace. Somehow, somehow we are worse than we were. I mean, if you if you honest opinion, I think that all started with the draft i mean i understand you got justin fields you want to protect him but at the same time you've got a jalen carter sitting right there for you you you've got the you've got the centerpiece to your defense sitting right there for you i think that set the tone for what this Bears defense was going to do or not do per se, because the offense, sure, you know, you got to upgrade some positions, but the offense had an identity by the end of the season last year. Like they, they, you knew what the offense was and, and that worked if you didn't have to score 40 points to win a game. And what do you do to keep yourself from scoring 40 points to win a game? Starts with Jalen Carter. So Look, I, I think Donnell Wright has played very good. He has. He's held up. Like when you look at the film, he's mm-hmm. done his job. He's done everything you could ask him to do. Um, but yeah, your defense is atrocious at this point. Like the off look, don't get me wrong. I could I look, y'all have heard me rant about the offense over and over. I've talked about it, I think, at length. But the defense is just as culpable in all of this because continually over and over, when we do not have pass rush, we are playing our corners in soft zones and allowing teams to just run their guys right into the soft zone area and and get it. Because guess what? If you're going to run a soft zone, you probably need some pass rush because you're hoping that, hey, they're going to have to throw the ball in this zone before they can get into the soft part of it. But guess what? We don't have nobody. So I think what you're saying is right. Even the pick for Darnell Wright makes sense, but for where your program was at, you probably, at least in the short term, would have done better getting Jalen Carter. And that, that's bared out now because we've seen Jalen Carter in limited reps. This isn't like with Jordan Davis last year where we're not seeing like statistics that you can quantify to, that this guy's balling. He is out of control balling, which, ooh, while we're talking about people balling, let me throw this one out here. Have you seen how awful Tyree Wilson has been? Oh, my goodness. He hasn't, record, he doesn't, he hasn't recorded a single pass for a stat. Mace, he has, he has a 0%. Pass pass rush win rate zero percent. I I had you know I had a lot of knocks on Leonard Floyd. Even he didn't have a zero percent win rate. You know what I'm saying? Like this is crazy. That this this really screwed the yeah. This really just this is another one of those situations where you you fall in love with the physicals. Gym short Olympics. 
He's a he's a big guy. I mean, he, he wasn't even able to compete or he wasn't even able to train over the summer because of an injury he picked up late last season. So he didn't he didn't have a pro day. He didn't go to the combine, any of that stuff. And and it's bearing out what the what the film had said and what people who had a knock on him said, which is he has no moves. I went and looked like I forget the guy's name on YouTube. I wish I could give him the credit, but he had like clipped together all of his snaps. That nigga has no mates. He just tries to run past you everywhere. Whether he's going inside or outside, he just tries to beat you with speed. And it's like, bro, you ain't got no moves. You didn't even got a counter to go with it. Like, it's one thing if you're going to try to beat guys around the edge, and then you have that counter move, which is the spin move like Freeney had, right? He, ain't, he already had one move, Mace. He is the definition of what Shaq was talking about. When Shaq talked about big man, you need two moves and a counter. If this man had two moves and a counter, he could be elite because of his physicals. But he has zero moves, Mace. Zero. And, and the thing about that right there in particular is what kind of what kind of leadership is going on in that locker room because you have a Max Crosby and without getting into my man's business you got a Chandler Jones in that um in that building that could be in his ear be like hey bro you've got the physical talent to be such and such let me give let me let me start filling your toolbox up with things that you that you need to carry with you every game so i mean this this just goes to show that McDaniel's he's he's really he's not a head coach. I don't know why people I don't know why they people didn't didn't get that memo um back in Denver, but um he's not a head coach. He can't produce a winning culture. Sure, he can call some plays, he can scheme some stuff up for you. He can he can scheme it up for Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tomlin got Tomlin ha, Tom has got a lot of people paid in the league over the years. Look, the relationship of Tom and Bill has gotten a lot of people paid. Plain out and simple. It is that easy. But while we're talking about last week, Mace, we got to get into your Cowboys. Because uh, I don't want to hog all this time with the Bears. Because you know me. I could talk about this in dumpster fire of a team at length like we we could get into next week how i feel like they are absolutely ruining justin fields and how this is essentially a repeat of the well you know i'll just say right now mace somebody made a great point i gotta look the guy up on twitter but it was a great point okay so Nagy, i'm sorry john fox wanted mitchell trubisky he loved mitchell no, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't Mitchell. It was the GM there at the time. He loved Mitchell Trubisky. He drafted Mitchell. Fox didn't want him, so then he brought in Nagy. It didn't work out with Nagy. They then brought in Justin Fields, who Nagy then didn't want to play for a whole season. Andy Dalton gets hurt. That all gets screwed up. Now they bring in another coach, but that's not necessarily his guy. It's still a whole crap show. We're just ruining quarterbacks. I'm not here to tell you that Mitchell Trubisky was going to be some great NFL quarterback, but he's 
probably better than what we saw here in Chicago because it was such a poop show, plain out and simple. And let me tell you something, Mace. I watched this video with a he was the Bears director of like player personnel or something like that, former guy that was there when uh, Ryan Pace was there. How these muckers tricked themselves into believing Mitchell Trubisky was even in competition with Watson and, and Mahomes is outrageous to me. And outrageous. Because, Mace, on one hand, they talked about how the amount of snaps you play in college matters, but then went with the guy that had the least amount of snaps. And, like, people can make the argument on Mahomes because – He's coming from Texas Tech offense. Like those types of offense usually don't translate, but there is no possible way you pass up on Deshaun Watson. There's, nope. You just don't. Coming nope. off of what he had done in the previous, what, three seasons at Clemson? How do you pass up on him as a quarterback needy team? Like I said, Mahomes, that one came out of left field for me personally. I was thinking maybe he might get picked up maybe end of the first into the second. But he – maybe Andy, Andy's a quarterback whisperer, so he knows things that we don't. Andy was like, I know something about you. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, man, like that, that one, that's one of those ones that still baffles me to this day, like – Watson checked off every box you needed, big games, win streaks, the the know-how, the, the mobility, everything that you would possibly need in a quarterback as a team needing to start over, you had right there. So, yeah, you know what man. The justification was from this player personnel guy, makes that a lot of his stuff came off script. Hey, we didn't have offensive line. Stuff was going to have to be coming off script here anyway. What the hell are we talking about? Yeah. That mean that means nothing when you're off when you when you don't have a that's like that that's like What does that mean? Off his stuff comes off script. Can your offensive line block for 5 seconds? For 4 seconds? For even 3? Can they give you 3 solid seconds in the pocket? If you can't do that, you're going to be off script. That's just what it yep. is. Yep. So, uh, but let's get to them Cowboys, though. I know, I'm sorry I got us a little distracted. See, that's why I was like, I got to save it. Because you once I started telling you what he's saying, you're going to be like, wait, what? That makes no fucking sense, bro. What are you talking about? Um, Mace, Cowboys came out last week and absolutely laid an egg. I mean, they were – that was not the team that we saw through the first two weeks of the season for sure. Um. They look kind of just really flat, at least for the first half of that game, most definitely. So all that being said, we know what the result was. We know the Cardinal Josh Dobbs got his first win as a um, NFL quarterback. How are you feeling about the Cowboys prospects moving forward here? And how do you feel that they perform going into this week where I think this is a very, very, very big game for you guys? So oh, yeah, this, um, so how do you feel? As far as the, the game goes, is the Cardinals like, yeah, that, that entire first half, they came out flat. I, I don't think the game plan was made or adjusted for the fact that we were missing three starting offensive linemen, including our center, who does majority of the uh, pass protection checks. So 
I don't like I said. I don't think the game plan suited what we did because I, I'm the the first fourteen or so plays, maybe nine, ten of those were pass plays or some sort of play action, something on the lines of that. And it's like you when you're trying to get three new offensive linemen into a game, you don't start out by throwing the ball. You know, you you create a um, give them some confidence by telling them just move the guy in front of you a few times. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to talk about my team. It's one thing that pisses me off with what the team is. Like you said, we had an, an identity, and we don't even run our quarterback to get him in, go and get him in rhythm, get the offensive line and the whole team feeling good. It's outrageous. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, so so I think that played into giving the Cardinals confidence, which, which even on the show last week, I was like, I don't feel confident about this game. If Dallas don't put them away early, it's going to be difficult. And what did we do? Not put them away early. Josh Dobbs got some confidence. I, I told you I was a little concerned about how they were going to handle the read option and a mobile quarterback. Played out just like I thought it was. Um, I you you expect them to win a game like this because of the amount of talent they have on the team, but the fact that we didn't probably go goes a little more into their preparation for this game because like I said, you don't go into a game with the prospect of missing three starting offensive linemen and decide that you're just going to throw the ball. You don't do that. I don't, I don't know any team who would think that's a good idea to start a game out throwing the ball in that situation. I'm starting to see some of why Aaron Rodgers used to get so mad at this man. You're starting to see why. Cause they did that a few times where like offense alignment and be hurt. And they're like, Let's come out and throw the ball 40 times. What? What? Run the ball. Run the ball. I mean, the, the script from the Jets game was right there for them. Maybe, maybe McCarthy had more respect for the Jets and realized he couldn't drop back 40 times. But either way it goes, you had a game plan against the Jets that you can carry versus any team. You can carry that game plan versus any team. Move the pocket, quick passes, run the ball, play action, try to hit somebody over the head. You can carry you can carry that game plan to any stadium versus any team. But yet he got away from it because he didn't respect the Cardinals. That's really what it came down to. We didn't show the Cardinals respect and they made us pay for it. Just just plain out and simple. We didn't respect professionals, and they made us pay for it. Well, all that being said, we might as well get into this week's games, and we'll start with the Patriots at Cowboys. Mace, how are you feeling that game is going to end up going? And what are you going to do if McCorporal Jones tries to cheap shot Michael Parsons? All I know is there better be some dudes on that defense that um, lets him know that Mikey is not to be effed with. Mikey, you ain't got to do it, bro. We got some dogs that that ain't ain't that important that can make some shake. So, you know, if we're without Dante Fowler for a few games, you know, it's probably not that big of a deal. You know, he's a nice spell for for us on the D line. But you know, if he misses two or three games due to suspension, I don't think that'd be that big of a deal. But um, 
we definitely cannot allow the Patriots to gain any confidence on offense because we we know Bill's going to have the defense prepared. I, I you're not going to pull away from them, especially with the way that that secondary is playing. Um, Gonzalez is playing out of his mind right now. He's looking like the steal of the draft. Um, we better get some some support from uh, Cooks and Gallup this game. Um, hopefully, we run the ball a little bit more. I would I would like to see us run the ball at least thirty times in this game. I don't care who's getting the touches; just give us thirty. I'm not gonna lie to you. Michael Gallup's looking not too good, base. Uh, well, no, well, so he's not getting the ball. Let's let's be straight up here. He um, ain't getting open, Mace. No, he, he he ain't getting open. He's he's never been like a high separation guy. He's always been that 50-50 guy for us. He's always been the X receiver that um our our 50-50 catches. If you look at if you look at Michael Gallup's highlights, he's not burning by anybody, but he's a great 50-50 ball catcher. That nigga better figure out how to get open. <laughs> That's all I know. All right, so Mace, what do you got? Um, I'm, Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys here. I don't think they're going to come out flat two weeks in a row. They can't if they expect to be good. Plus, you have the 49ers the week after that. If you think you're just going to somehow, somehow flip the switch and turn it on, you're crazy. So they they better get it right. They got one week to get it right. Yep, this is your tune-up before you play that team that has been the bane of your existence for the past two seasons, and you have to get over that mental hurdle with them oh, this early to. in the season. You cannot afford to blow this game against the Patriots, then turn around and blow the game against the Niners. You can't do that. These two games for the Cowboys' season to be where they want it to be, which is ending in the Super Bowl, win or lose, right? That's where the Cowboys want to be, is competing for that Super Bowl at the end. You have to win these games. And this is one of those where we know your defense is going to match up against them. They don't have anyone that scares you. That offensive line is not great. It's it's okay. It's not great. Their defense, not really great. You know, you can take advantage of them. So you better they better ball. That's all I know. Because uh, you can't lose this game and then try, go try and play San Francisco, who is playing outrageously good football right now. So – We'll see what happens. But to get it rolling here, Mace, um, I do want to ask on one more thing before on, on a game from last week before we fully get into this. Mace, do the Bengals have to start being worried that they need to fire Zach Taylor? Are they do you think that they finally need to listen to us? Yes. I don't I mean we've been saying that that team has literally just been out athleticing other teams, and that's it. Their scheme has not been great. It's either boom or bust because you have two excellent outside receivers. Um, Joe Mixon has hit the wall pretty much. He's not that guy anymore. So that team is looking really suspect now that now that teams know that they're one-dimensional and Joe Burrow's on one leg. So they don't look good. All I'm going to say is, yeah, I know how I feel on Zach Taylor. 
All right, but moving into uh, the games, we've got our first game in London because it starts at 8.30 in the morning. Oh, God. Uh, Falcons at Jaguars. Yeah, Mace. Falcons at Jaguars. Who you got here? I got the Falcons. Um, The Jaguars might be reeling from that uh, bopping that the Texans gave them. Um, Confidence might be a little shot here. And, um, I, I mean, I just – I think that Atlanta offense can be really good if they actually started getting their guys the ball. Like I, I just don't see how Kyle Pitts is not getting at least eight targets a game minimum. You know what I'm saying? Like throw him the ball. Something good's gonna happen. I'm I'm real questionable on this Jags team because they've been so up and down, but I think they got to win this game. If they're going to do anything this year, they got to win this one. So I'm taking Jags here. Um, Moving on, though, we've got Rams at Colts. Mace, who you got? I've got the Rams. Um, I think the Colts, I think they get Jonathan Taylor back. Is it this week or, or is he still out with the back injury? I think it's next week. Okay. It's looking like. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. That's yeah. So, yeah, I got the Rams here. I think they're just gonna have a better game plan. They're gonna come in and dominate on offense. Um, I don't. I don't see the Colts doing being able to do much to accomplish much without Jonathan Taylor on the field. So, yeah, man. Rams. It's pretty easy. Um, for me, I don't think either of these teams are really that great, but unless Anthony Richardson is going to come out and ball, which I don't even know if he's necessarily even going to play this week because they're probably thinking long-term right now with him. I got to go with the Rams here. I don't trust the Colts at all. So moving though to a big game in the AFC North, we've got Ravens at Browns base. The Browns have most definitely been overachieving and the Ravens are, their offense hasn't looked as great as what we thought, but they are still looking like the team to, you know, beat in the division for this year. So who you got? I've got the Browns. Um, the Ravens injury list just keeps getting longer. Um, I think they'll be without Odell and Bateman this game, along with the with the few key defensive pieces. So, man, it's – I don't – I don't – people – players have been coming out for the last few years now telling us about how the trainers in, in Baltimore are running dudes into the dirt, man, and every year – they have a they have a CVS uh, receipt list full of injuries, and that is holding true this year as well. Um, the Browns actually have like the number two, I think, defense in the league. Um, that secondary is playing really good. Um, we always know Denzel Ward's gonna ball, but given I think giving Miles Garrett a running mate as a pass rusher on the other side has really May, has has really gave that defense like that defense is light years ahead of what it's been just because teams now literally cannot focus on Miles Garrett anymore because Zadarius Smith still will win uh, versus one on one pass coverage or pass protection. So <clears throat> I got the Browns here. Ravens are just reeling a little bit right now. 
look, man, at some point you got to fire that, that training staff. You got to. You can't keep having injuries year after year after year and just be like, oh, it's bad luck. No, that's called bad preparation. Your training team ain't doing something right. So, but all that being said, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think Lamar will probably have a good game here, but that that Cleveland defense and Miles Garrett is out here like, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove, okay? Because he going crazy. He's trying to remind everybody, oh, y'all, y'all was talking about Bosa and then Micah. Like, y'all just forgot about me. So he had to remind everybody, like, nah, I'm still that nigga. Don't forget that. So I think it's some yeah, point. He looks like he's on the revenge play. tour this season because he, like I said, he's been hearing Bosa. He's been hearing TJ. He's been hearing Micah. He's like, hold on, player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, most definitely. So we will see what um, what happens there, most definitely with that game. But moving forward here, we have got – Vikings at Panthers. Mace, we've seen what's going on with your boy, Kirk Cousins. So how do you feel this game shakes out? I don't know. I have to be inclined to pick the Vikings here because there is no way that offense can be that good and y'all lose to the Panthers. There's no way. Because their offensive numbers are – Kirk Cousins' offensive numbers are ridiculous. Jefferson's numbers are ridiculous right now. And they've got nothing to show for it. Yeah, they stink. Vikings stink. I, I think J.J. continues to have a great year. And they lose because they're just not a good team. Oh, man. Just, it is. Look, man, hey, not having Dalvin Cook is most definitely showing. Oh, Dalvin yeah. made big plays for them pretty consistently, too. So Even in the past game, really I mean, it, it wasn't just like Dalvin was just a – he'll get you a five, he'll break a 10, 20 here, there. He was a major pass threat for them that they are missing. So, ah, man, this is this – is, actually, I saw this on – I saw this coming up, and I was like, man, this is a tough one here because – there has been zero resistance in that Minnesota team. But is a rookie going to take advantage of that? You know, I got to go Minnesota here, man. I think this is where they pick up their first win. I, I mean, they may have, they may have, to, they have to score 45 to get it done. But I think this is this is where they get their dub. It's pretty bad up there right now. That GM's got to be fired. I'll just say it has that. to. All right, so we've got Bengals at Titans. Face who you got? I got the Titans. Um, Tighten up. Yeah, man. That Vrabel always has a very good defensive scheme. They're going to bully uh, the Bengals here, and uh, like I said, man, you just can't keep relying on. The deep ball to get you by. You just can't. I'm taking the Titans because I actually trust their defense. The Bengals defense is doing exactly what me and Mace told y'all, which is like looking kind of suspect in that secondary. So, yep, I'm going Titans here. We're going Titan up, baby. 
<laughs> but moving forward, we have got Bucks at Saints. Mace, the myth of Baker Mayfield fell apart on, on Monday Night you'd Football. Love, you'd love to see it. As much so, as I don't need Philly to win, I needed Baker Mayfield to come down to earth just a little bit more. You'd love to see it. So, uh, base, who you got here? Bucks or Saints? And they're um, at New Orleans, to be clear. They're at New Orleans. Oh, of course I'm going uh, the Saints here. Uh, you know, Lattimore had this game uh, circled on the on the calendar, boy. What you mean? <laughs> This is one of the this is one of the very few games where you get all pro Marshawn Lattimore. So <laughs> you pretty much taking one side of the field out the game. So yeah, let's do it. I got the Saints. We gotta make sure we pay attention to who the refing crew is for this game. <laughs> because whoever that is, that's who the NFL trusts to really like when they know there's gonna be some going on, that's who it is. So we gotta make sure we pay attention to who the refs are. Uh but yeah, I agree with you. This easy. Saints win all day, all day. The Bucks, Baker Mayfield is about to implode. It playing with that much crowd noise in that stadium, yeah, he about to implode. He's Johnny Manziel 2.0. That's all he is. <laughs> Let's just be free. Except, except Johnny was actually a better college football player than him. He's a better NFL player, but Johnny. Was I mean, the the margin the margins aren't very. It's not like there's a. <laughs> <laughs> just, he, just, he's just, Johnny just, with a little Marshall. bit of film study. <laughs> here, line. All right, but moving forward here, we have got Dolphins at Bills. Looks like the uh, fraudulent Bills decided to finally pull their heads out of their keisters there, Mace. So uh, who you got here? After Ooh. the Dolphins just dropped a 70-burger on somebody, who you got? <laughs> Do you really believe in your boys, the Bills, Mace? Where are they playing at? They are in. Uh, I'm sorry. They are in Buffalo. It's still a little warm. You know what, man? Um, I gotta go with the Bills here. I think their defense will. At, at least, at least provide. Somebody has somebody has to slow the Dolphins' offense down. Somebody got to do it. This and and listen, if if you can keep the Dolphins under thirty, I think you have a shot because their defense doesn't really look all that good. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna call it though right now. This is gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be like a 40-34 game. Dolphins. I think the Dolphins. I got the Bills they, here, they, man. They rolling. Yeah, that's because you don't want to be wrong. Because you know damn well if they lose next week, I'm coming on this show and I'm gonna ask you about your fraudulent ass Bills. Hey, I'll man. take my five dollars, by the way. <laughs> but I'll ask you about your fraudulent Bills. Uh-huh. Hey, man. I just. They that team is just too good to not be to not be winning. I don't understand. They're frauds, Mace. You know how I know they were frauds? The minute they was all out there crying about the rules being what they were in the playoffs. If you had that dog in you, you would have been like, We should have got to stop. That'd have been the message of the whole team. We should have got to stop. 
but that wasn't the message of the whole team. So, yeah, whatever. Frauds. Taking Dolphins. Now, Mace, getting into it here. Uh, Bears at Broncos. Before, before I, before we, before we get into this, let me, the losing coach of this game should not have a job. Well, you know, Sean Payton ain't getting fired. He there for 10 years. He got that John Gruden deal. He ain't going nowhere. Unless he do some racism, he ain't going nowhere. But realistically, the loser of this game Somebody on that coach, we'll just say that somebody on on either coaching staff of the losing team shouldn't have a job. Somebody got to be gone. Something got to change because both teams, for lack of a better term, underperforming, underwhelming, under everything, under the bus, under everything. Both teams. Not good, but somebody got to come out with a dub here. And somebody got to be out of there. The losing coach of this team, of this game, maybe it's a coordinator. Who knows? But somebody got to go. But I got the Broncos. You know, our our defensive coordinator already got – he already resigned due to family reasons, which I'm still – Okay. All right. All I'm right. Just trying to save face for another job next year. Another job? Nigga, he might be facing fed time. He might want to worry about that. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, look, man, who did you pick, Mace? Who you got here, I picked here, the Broncos. Man? I picked the Broncos. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um... I don't even know. I can't feel good about either of these picks. I can't. I'm just going to go to the Bears because, like, I'm hoping that I can have a Sunday this year without the, my team losing. So, Bears. I, mean, I, and I told y'all earlier, they could easily get blowed out by 40 again. At we'll least see. I've seen – a few good moments out of the Broncos as a team. Like I said, that's a, that's all I'm going off real of. Real easy. <laughs> that's all I'm going off of is a few more good moments from that team. It's a damn shame that that's what it's come to. Because <laughs> you gotta, th- you have to throw this your whole defense. This is what we get for not hiring. Eric the enemy, Caldwell, or even trying to interview Mike McDaniel. This is what we get for hiring a fucking defensive in coach when your biggest asset that you had currently on the team was your quarterback. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Stupid is as stupid does. And the Bears just love being stupid. So Moving forward here, though. Mace, I'm almost at the point where I'm rooting for us to get another team in the city because I'm sick of this crap. <laughs> That's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. But moving forward here, Commanders at Eagles. Mace, Commanders most definitely had a come down to uh, Earth moment last week, getting their heads bopped in by the Bills. How do you see this game shaking up? 
Um, I I think it's gonna be the Eagles, man. Um, I don't think their offense, the the Commanders' offensive line, is prepared for a game like this. I mean, we saw the Bills' uh, pass rush take advantage of that offensive line, and now they're going against arguably the best pass rush in the league right now. So, yeah, man. Um, this would be Eagles. I'm. Division games are always a little tougher, so I'm, I'm, I don't expect like a, a, a real blowout. But I don't think the Eagles will um, struggle too much in this game. Uh yeah, this one's easy for me. Eagles all day. I think that Sam Howell hype train is about to fall apart. Well, I, say, I don't even know if it's week. so much the hype train or just he's been le- – I mean, look how many times he was sacked last week. Look how many times he's been sacked in these first three games. Yeah. You can't do nothing he, You can't do nothing on your back. Yeah, but he also was 19 of 29 for 170 and four picks last week. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like he was just taking the sacks. He was also compounding things by throwing these interceptions. So – that's where I agree with you. Sometimes it's not your fault as a quarterback. You're just taking the sacks, right? Your offensive line is going out there, getting their butts whipped that day. But that, that's on him. <laughs> Four picks, that's on you, baby. Those weren't those weren't some of those weird ones off a guy's hands. Those were just, no, you were terrible. <laughs> so uh, Eagles all day. I think they keep the train rolling here. Eagles really want to get back to the Super Bowl. I think they, they are on a mission to do that. All right, moving forward here, the last of the noon games, we have got Steelers at Texans. Mace, geez, I don't think we've ever seen a um, so woeful Mike Tomlin team as we're seeing with this Steelers team. Um, Who you got this week? Surprisingly enough, I have the Texans here. Um, I'm just not seeing enough out of that Steelers offense to be confident that they they are going to consistently move the ball on anybody. Um, Najee so Harris. Think last like, week was more so about how bad the Raiders are than it is that the Steelers got to put it in the right direction. Definitely, hundred percent. Uh, but yeah, man, Najee Harris looks like he's running in the mud. Um, <laughs> the whole. I'm not sold on George Pickens just yet as a as a number one receiver. Sure, he's big, he's physical, he likes the contact, he's fast. All of that is good and well, but at some point you have to – your quarterback has to believe that he can get you the ball and you're going to get it. And I don't think they're at that point yet, and I don't know what it's going to take to get them there, but – the Steelers' offense is just kind of woeful right now. I said that that win last week was more on just the Raiders being terrible. I don't trust the Steelers at all, and you know that's weird for me because I love Mike Tomlin as a coach. I I think the Texans might have found a little bit of mojo to you know get them a couple of wins here. Eventually, I think they you know trail off, but I think they're going to get some wins. Got to go Texans here. Uh, moving forward into the afternoon games, Mace, we have got Raiders at Chargers. Look, I understand the Chargers beat Minnesota last week, but Mace, I still think that they're done and their season's done. How you feeling about this game? Who's Who is going to be the winner? 
I'm going Chargers. Like I said, man, um, the Chargers offense looks good because, like I said, Kellen Moore has a solid offense. You just can't show him any resistance. The moment you show him resistance, the offense just kind of peters out a little bit. It doesn't look as sharp. It doesn't look like guys are running open like they were. And they're not going to get any resistance from the Raiders. Um, I definitely see um, maybe not Max Crosby. I think the Raiders would be very resistant to trade Max Crosby. But I could definitely see this a, lo- a loss this week being the catalyst for Devontae Adams to um, get hit, to make his way out of there. Um, yeah, I got the charges here. It'll probably be fairly easy. Um, maybe their defense actually looks good for once this season. So, yeah, charges easy. Max Crosby, if he was two years older, they'd probably consider it, but he's 26. You cannot consider that. You can still get good time out of him if you rebuild your program correctly. So I agree with you there. I think this is the beginning of, hey, Raiders, we're going to start this fire sale. Let's see what we can get for some of these assets out here. These Chargers for me. I think they win this week, and I'm going to give you a sneak preview. They're not winning their next game. <laughs> you heard it here first, okay? But moving forward, we have got the Cardinals and the Niners. Mace, who you got? I got the Niners here. Um, I fully expect them to do what Dallas should have done against the Cardinals and um, take their their will to be in that game early. Um, I think the card or uh, 49ers, excuse me, will see what Dallas did wrong um, against that uh, offense and tell them we're going to have a spy on Dobbs. And if he attempts to leave that pocket, he's going to pay for it. So, yeah, 49ers, fairly easy. Uh, I, I, if you think I'm picking against San Francisco with Josh Dobbs as the quarterback on the other team, <laughs> you clearly haven't been paying attention to how I do this show. So, uh, yeah, easy pick here, 49ers. Probably a blowout, too, to be honest. All right, moving forward here. We already talked about Patriots, Cowboys. We already know Mace believes in his team. So do I. I don't believe in Noble Corporal Jones. So that's easy. But Sunday night game, Chiefs at Jets. Mace, who you got? Is Zach Wilson still the quarterback of the Jets? I believe so. Oh. <laughs> Chiefs, easy. As long as they, as long yeah. as they keep running, yeah, yeah. As easy long as they keep because running, as of yesterday they said. Zach Wilson is ignoring the noise, but he still has to prove doubters wrong. So, yes. As long as Zach Wilson is the quarterback of that team, I do not expect them to win against any quality opponents. Plain and simple. If the other team has a solid defense, solid offense, I I expect them to be like, I understand that Jets defense is Excellent, but you cannot ask them to hold a team 
under 21 points and hope for the best. This is easy. Chiefs blow out. I'm not even going to waste y'all time. You, the GOAT versus a bum. Chiefs win. And then Monday Night Football, you got Seahawks at, at Giant Space. Who you got? So they finally only have one game on Monday night again? Yes, they, they, finally won a game oh again, God. bro. Thank you. Um, I got Seattle here. Um, the Giants are just – I don't know what they're doing on offense. Um, Darren Waller's hurt, obviously. Um, Saquon's hurt. Why you say that like that's news? Nigga, everybody knows he hurt. He always hurt. <laughs> Saquon's hurt. You're not using your um young, talented, fast, super fast receiver. Um I don't know what they're doing. That defense can't be out there on the field all game. So yeah, man. Seahawks. This is easy for me. Seahawks all day. There is no way we're going to see this Giants team muster up what they need to beat Seattle. Seattle's offense seems like they needed that game they had last week was just what they needed. And they'll be ready to rock and roll again this week. So Seahawks all day. But we got to make our pick here for next Thursday's game. Mace, we've got Bears at Commanders. Mace, who you got? Oof. This one's actually kind of tough. Well, the one thing that we know the commanders can't do is pass protect, but the Bears can't rush the pass here. So, yeah, I've got to go commanders, man. I just got to compound on the bad news. I got to go with commanders. We either going to be one and three. Or Owen or Owen four going into this game. Either way, we lose, and I gotta take the commanders. Justin Fields is gonna be running for his life. He's look, he's it's not that the offensive line is bad, it's that that defensive line of Washington is something crazy. Like Listen, if they had Casey if they had a real office contract and, and sweat is out here reminding y'all, hey man, they paid me. I'm a steal ball. Okay. And Allen, we already know we, we and Payne has been playing out of control too. So uh, he got hey, Payne's like, hey, thank you for this money. Let me go earn my pennies. I'm with it. So, like I said, yeah. So for for me, it probably ends up being a low scoring game, but I, I have to take the commanders. They at least have a unit out there that has an established identity and know you can lean on them to do something very great, and that is dominate the play at the line of scrimmage. So, good guy. Mace, tell the people where to find you. You know, man, Twitter, funky underscore stuff, 09, Twitch, twitch.tv slash swaggy mace. Hit me up. At J Span the Man everywhere. You can see my pretty face with the ITC logo. Make sure you like, subscribe, rate us, review us. If you only rate us four stars instead of five stars, I'm going to have to think that you're going to be a hater for your whole life. And you don't want me to think about that because I promise you I'm a really nice guy. But all that being said, this is another episode of your favorite weekly sports show, and that is ITC Sports Ball. Sports Ball. Yeah.